to the show. It's called the family meeting, where you can say what the hell you want, not get yourself a beating. What happens here stays here, unless it's too damn funny. Our boss is the relative, so we can bribe them for money. You may be offended, you may even cry tear. shouldn't hear so kick the kids on out or hell let them listen in but don't blame us when they take them away so let the show begin time for the family meeting on nwczradio.com this is jason curtis krista curtis and john curtis and coming up we've got krista's news on the way sure we've got uh brand new music from several different artists on the way I'm sure we'll talk a bit, a little bit of sports. Hopefully, we can get a little deeper into some sports than we did last week. We ran out of time. We're gonna talk about the homeless. Of course, we are. <laughs> that's, that's our bread and butter. I was gonna say, for two reasons. One, we can. It's usually funny. I don't and know two, if you know the, uh, the two, reason we're going to. I I probably don't. They are taking over the city. You're just realizing this. Literally. <laughs> we will discuss it in a few. Uh, all right. Uh, and uh, son of a bitch. So we're going to kick the show off today with a song from a, a guy that got killed over the weekend. And uh, everything I've read, he was trying to do good in his community. And got, I, but then he, I read other things where he's got gang ties and sits there and uh, glorifies the gang life. I know 149,999 other people died that day also. Yeah. But uh, we're going to kick things off today with, <laughs> damn, uh, <laughs> I want to know why you know that exact figure too. 150,000 people die a day. 150,000 every day. Why every day, one? all day, every day. Why, why do you know this shit? Because uh, I want to know, because <laughs> inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> all right, we're kicking the show off tonight with Nipsey Hustle. It's grinding all my life right here on the family meeting on nwczradio.com. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, I'm married to this gang. That's who I made my wife. Said I'd die alone. I told that bitch she probably right. One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes I don't know a nigga like myself I say self-made, meaning I design myself County jail fades, you can pull my foul yourself Spot rays, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself nah, Damn right I like the life I built I'm from West Side 60, shit I might got killed Standing so tall they think I might got stills Legendary baller like Mike, like Will 96 Impala, thug life on wheels up against the wall, squabble at Fox Hills Like a motherfucking boss, ask me how I feel Successful street nigga touching them first meals Whoa. All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle paid the price Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I been grinding all my life Look. All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle paid the price Wanna slice, got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I been 
grinding all my life. Look, I got everything I said I was gonna get on my kid. In addition to that fact, I went legit. I'm the shit now, according to the way that I'm positioned. In this biz, it look like I'm just gonna keep on getting rich. Ah, know that Westside RSCs is us. LAPD on my dick, I'ma squeeze and bust. If a rap nigga diss, switch cheese and bust. All this rap money, nigga, look, I need too much. Money, loyalty, and love in the dream we trust. You'll be switching up the players on your team too much. Tiny copy, that's my low, young Supreme, what's up? And we travel around the world getting cream or what? Ain't you get off on whoever hustles seem to rush? Las Vegas strip pop, yeah, you creamed them punks. After all that looking tough, all he seen was stumps. 50 Cent and Mayweather flee the scene with us. Chose story. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Wanna slice, got the roll of dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life, look. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look. Welcome back to the family meeting. That was Nipsey Hustle with Grinding All My Life, and now you've you've piqued my interest on uh, how the homeless are taking over the damn city. I, uh, I, I I must know what information you have other than what the rest of us have. I just want to share a- with you, I'm such a good newscaster. I told John this story a couple days ago. That was quite the ironic song you played by Nipsey Hussle there. <laughs> grinding all my life. Didn't say dodging bullets all my life. It's called grinding all my life. Well, he didn't dodge. Well, he done ground. <laughs> <sighs> he took six shots. It's pretty best. I mean... Okay. 50 took seven twice, didn't he? 50, 50 took nine one time, <laughs> and he's still he's still grinding for all his life. He just, he just took a million-dollar loss on his house, too. These damn millennials. Yeah. Tupac said he took seven and smiled. Then he took one and stopped smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think, that was, I think there was more than one that night. Yeah, there was an automatic rifle to him. Yeah. Um, Homeless. Yes. Um, so, yes, Krista told me about this, and then I went and researched it, and I it, it was worse than I actually thought. So, you know these little tiny villages, these tiny house tiny house communities they have? Yeah. There's, there's three of them. So the homeless, uh, they're ran by a uh, uh, Lehigh group, uh, Low Income Housing Authority. Uh, Lehigh? Lehigh? Low Income it's Housing? It's Low Income Housing like th- Initiative. Initiative or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So it's Lehigh. And Lehigh is the... The group that from the government that gives the money to the homeless camps to run these places, uh, empty the shitters, feed, give them food, fresh water, pay the power bill, pay the power stuff. bill, all that stuff, uh, hold their hand while they shoot up. But they also say like you're only supposed to live in these little houses for like three to six months and you're supposed to find permanent housing. But the homeless say this is my little house, my little house. I, I live here. I want to keep living in my little house, <clears throat> and they don't want to move out. And so this came to head uh, about a week ago, and the homeless said, fuck you, Lehigh, get out. And they locked the gates. So all these homeless are locked inside these tiny house communities all around the city. There's three of them. And like chains, multiple deadbolts on all these on, on all, the, all the fences, and they're guarding the fences like 24 hours a day. We, had, we hired a little homeless guy maybe like two years ago. So we drove by the, the homeless town uh, yesterday. And uh, this guy like jumped out of the seat and he came up to the fence and they have like the whole fence blocked so you can't even see in there. And he says, what do you want? I'm like, uh, is, is, is Jason here? 
last name. Uh, I don't know. He's kind of a hillbilly from Florida. He talk. He talk. He talk kind of like this. You know. You know who Jason is. And uh, and he he said, "Hold on a second. He went to look for Jason and came back and said, "He ain't here. Leave." Like these it's a community took, from Walking Dead or something, huh? Yeah, they and they took these. They they took them over. They're not letting anybody, any government officials in, is what they say. But they're not. They're not letting anybody in. They're not even. They barely come to the gate. They just, they just come to the gate to make sure you ain't trying to come in. Well, it takes what like a year to evict someone. Now they're gonna have to like actually evict these people and stuff because they let them live there. There's no addresses. If I was a city, I would go in there with fucking bulldozers. I built these little houses. I'm gonna tear these little houses down. <laughs> Johnny's got the. I brought you into this world. I'm taking you out. Well, when I heard it, I was just like, "Who could have predicted this?" I'm pretty sure we all said, "Like, okay, so we're gonna build these little houses, and they're just gonna live in them forever." Like they just they're yeah, not you're listening sp- when they're telling them they're you're transitional. Sp- you're supposed to go in there. It's supposed to give you the opportunity to have an, an address so you can get a job, so you can move out. So you can become more stable and and, yeah. and move on with your life. But nobody has moved out of these houses. They've lived there for three years. Let's not fix the problem of their mental stability. Let's just give them a place to crash and put fences around it and give these motherfuckers padlocks <laughs> so, so they can just lock the gates when they want well, yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, whose bright idea was the fence? Yeah, right. <laughs> so they asked, like, the guy, the guy that runs them now is, like, the head of security. It sounds is, like this season of Gotham, which is which is which is which, which is just a homeless guy, right? Just a, the head of security, <laughs> the biggest homeless guy. They were like, "You sit by the gate." <laughs> uh, he's like, "I used to be a bouncer before I started smoking meth. Oh, I'll be him." <laughs> um, there's like one uh, a news reporter uh, that goes into the homeless camps all the time uh, for Como, and he went in and he started talking to this guy and he interviewed him, and he says, "Do you think that uh, these camps are self-sustainable?" He says, "Of course they are." So what's gonna happen when these toilets start overflowing? You gotta call uh, Spiffity Biffity and have him come suck that shit out of there. Or, or when the city quits paying for the power. <laughs> or when the food runs out and they start eating each other. <laughs> <laughs> then that problem will solve itself eventually, won't it? Exactly. Then we go. That guy, with, that guy guarding the door ain't gonna be guarding the door no more. Then we go in with blowtorches and, and bulldozers. And it's gotta be like those places after you see like black mold in the house how you just have to tear the whole thing down and start over there's no way you can just like wash the walls and move people in right oh yeah can you imagine uh, one of those little tiny houses after uh after some homeless meth addict been living in there for a year cheryl's and not then, making that her new she shed i can guarantee then, you that and, and, then, and then and then they bring you in as a homeless person that just lost your job or something oh you can live here and you walk in there and go huh no, 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 nice place that's yeah i, I mean this know. place this, this, these houses are like six foot by eight foot and uh we hired that guy and he came in one day with one tennis shoe and one boot on and i said hey man like did you did you did you mess up dressing yourself this morning you got one tennis shoe one steel toe boot he said, I can't find the other boot. Huh? What I lost it. I lost it at my house. I said, you live in a in a six by eight. You can't find a boot? Like, I think someone stole my boot. I say a lot of those guys have to leave their boots outside because they ain't even got room for them inside their house. I guess theft is big big around there. That's because it's... No. That's all. That's all. Live there is just thieves. That's... Not to generalize the homeless or anything. Oh, not to generalize them. They, they all got brand new bikes. They ain't, motherfuckers ain't, 
you drive through Seattle on the weekend, and every little ham- homeless encampment got like 50, 60 bikes out there that they're just parting out and putting back together and making the make making it's making like one megabike. Yeah, you. I mean, you see, you see a guy with a shopping cart with with with, with four computer monitors and you see and, you new, saying, lu- and, and new luggage. You are saying he's not part of the geek squad? No, no. I <laughs> like that shit ain't legit. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're just all just really nice people down on their luck. We should probably help them out. We did that maybe, already. Maybe like build them some tiny house villages <laughs> and, and help them put up a fence around it. I'm with you. As soon as you see the fence starting to go up, it's whoa, whoa. <laughs> I think the city put the fence up, didn't they, when they built the house? Yeah, because they don't want people looking in and seeing it, seeing the homeless. It's it's not. I mean, it's it, 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 it's like a fucking zoo. Like if if the fence wasn't there, you could just park outside. And just watch these. Don't feed the homeless. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Be throwing like pieces of bread at them and shit, and watching them fight for John, it. John's got like a peanut cart outside, and he's selling peanuts and hot dogs. Like, don't don't give the homeless any of the cracker jacks. Oh, here comes Ray out of his little mini house. This is a mean one. <laughs> <laughs> you got zoo. You got homelessologists sitting out there giving uh, little. Lessons on how to treat the homeless. Let's throw a cigarette into the pen and see what happens. I say we make the. I think. I say they make the city. The mayor of the city live in that damn homeless encampment for a couple of weeks and then see how quick those tiny houses get tore down. Mayor can't get in now. So. The great thing is they have uh, uh, these concrete ecology blocks. They're going up everywhere. I mean, they're. I call them bum blocks because, uh, you know, like the anti bum. park benches that yeah. they came out with like 20 years ago that are all they, over LA they had like dividers in there so you couldn't lay across them so now we got these bum blocks and they're just uh, concrete blocks that you put up wherever you don't want the homeless to park so you call the police the police come out and they make the homeless move every three days so they move and then you just line the streets with these bum blocks and they don't come back but now I got nowhere to park because there's these bum blocks yep. everywhere yep. don't care figure it out uh, you can make you can, you can leave space enough for one car to park between these bum blocks. You just because they're trying to fit motorhomes mo- in there. Yeah, motorhomes. Which by the Winco by my house, there's a the whole damn street. It's just lined up with mo- with motorhomes that are not your pristine motorhomes that somebody's going camping in. There's a motorhome by my work. The bitch is cut in half, and they put a trailer hitch on there, so they drag this half a motorhome around with a real motorhome. And the back motorhome doesn't have like a front to it. It's like they cut it, they cut it off, and they didn't put like a wall up there. So it looks like one of those, uh, like they drag around, and there's people sitting in, on couches and shit watching t- like an advertisement inside the. Have you seen those? Where there's like a just a, a just a, just like a 16 foot truck, but it's all clear inside, and there's like something oh, happening yeah, yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're advertising for a company or something. Yeah, it's like that because you can just look inside here, but instead of like people sitting on benches, there's like, like. Like torn up uh, sleeping bags and shit, whipping in the wind and, and and bike parts everywhere. And it's uh, I believe the the anchor that you were trying to think of was Eric Johnson. No, I think it's Mark something. Because Eric Johnson just did that. Seattle is dying. Yeah. So Eric Johnson interviewed the other the guy that I'm talking about on that piece. Oh, okay. We started watching it last night and I fell asleep because I've got a bunch of friends that are... I've got a friend that used to work for Dan Rather in New York back in the... I thought like, you were going to say I had a bunch of friends that were homeless. No. that <laughs> I stopped hanging out with those guys. They, they just wanted to come over and take over my house and build fences. I uh, 
I have a friend that used to work for Dan Rather back in the like 60s and 70s when he was first starting out in, in broadcast news. And he watched that piece and he was pissed. He was livid. And I've got a bunch of other friends texting me talking about what a piece of shit that was. And then I've got other friends that are saying it was the best piece of journalism they've ever seen in their life. So we're like, all right, I've met Eric Johnson several times. I, uh, we went to, he was a Coug and he was in the same program I was in. And I was like, I, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go in mind open. I'm going to, and I fell asleep about 15 minutes in. It just, it was moving really slow for me. I haven't watched it. Moving slow. There's not a single commercial. That's why. It's not, like that's it's, why. A, it's not like it's The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead has this new thing where they uh, they come back from commercial and they'll play like 12 seconds oh, fuck, of so the pissed. show. <laughs> and then they'll go back to commercials again. And they do it like three times. And up, it's, it's, it's and you're going to see that 12 seconds in about again, 10 minutes. The Walking the Dead will return in one minute. That's exactly what it happened. I was so pissed. I, I was fast forwarding. Yeah. And it came up because I just finished the... I watched the season finale of that last night mm, that must have been last week we haven't watched it yet yeah. I, I told chris i was like i'm fucking almost done watching the show just because these commercial breaks like although i will say this season the second half of this season has been the best the, the the best stuff that they've done on that show in probably the last three or four seasons and the crazy thing is is like all you see commercials for is other amc shows it's not like they it's like can you not sell advertising well you probably can but you can't you can't sell uh, 75 spots of advertising like you like you want to have on there so they only have 14 commercials for real advertisers and then 60 amc shows well because i've got a button on my remote the, the button that goes fa- forward 30 seconds i have the same i have the same button it's called the off button which was what i was about to hit so i hit that like five times so it was fast forward like two and a half three minutes and then it'll come back and the show will start and it does exactly what you're talking about and then it pops off and it goes off for another minute i'm like that is four minutes of fucking commercials and they're like it goes for more than a minute because we timed it it was that little clip and he had to fast forward for five minutes to get to the show again it's ridiculous i mean they i think in the past two years every episode has really only been like 22 minutes long if you take all the commercials out probably that that sounds well the week before last um did you guys see that one i think it's like the calm before or something like that i don't know what the names are i think we're only one behind so it's like every everything I've read, people are saying it's the most disturbing episode of the show ever. And I'm like, what in the hell happened? And nothing happens. Okay, so yeah. So, so I watched it and my DVR apparently cut off after 40 minutes. Don't worry, nothing happened. So we, uh, I, I saw like I heard on the radio that like they were like people in Texas about the Walking Dead for three days and it's crazy and blah blah, and so. Me and Krista watched it, and I was like, I think people were texting, bitching about the commercials. That's all they could. Like, that was the. Well, I can't I believe what they did. They put 47 <laughs> minutes of commercials in an hour-long show. So I, w- I went back and watched the, the last 20 minutes on my phone. Nothing happened. Well, I mean, that ending was not brutal. I don't know what the fuck people are talking about being brutal, but they, I mean, they cleaned house. You want to see brutal. Uh, go back and watch RoboCop. I watched that again for the first time. Which one? The one from the original? All of them. Those are, ba- those are, those are brutal. The when first one. Puts that spike through that guy's eye socket. There's some bad shit that happens. I don't know. There's the one where the guy melts <laughs> and he drives through him. 
and I was eating corned beef hash and, and poached eggs. And when, I remember the first time I watched it, I'm sitting there. I'm what eating, was it like 1983? For like was, a 1983 film, it's fucking, it's gruesome. It came out, I think it was 87, 86, 87, something like that. And I'm sitting, at, I'm sitting at my house watching it. I rented the movie. I'm getting sitting down to watch it. I've got corned beef hash and, and poached eggs on my plate. And then they chopped that motherfucker up at the beginning. <laughs> and I just like, I, I can't eat this. Because it looked like my food. It was, uh, but then, yeah, the first and the second one are good. And after that, they get. Krista, you're looking at us like you've never seen Robocop in your life? Nope. Mm. Not even the one with Keith Urban. Not Keith Urban. What the hell is the guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> he, he sings country songs for the whole damn thing. It's really irritating. Uh, the guy that plays Bones in the new Star Trek movies. Keep going. I don't, we don't know what you're talking about. No. <laughs> I, I, like, I like this. He was, it, okay, it, it was Jason Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was uh, Matthew Perry. <laughs> they, looked, they looked exactly alike, so you couldn't. He, he was a publicist in, in Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Go to, go to hell. What do we got coming up in your news? Um, we are going to talk about, um, I can't remember. Okay. We'll talk about some shit. <laughs> it's all on the way after brand new Interpol. This is Fine Mess on the Family Meeting on NWCZRadio.com.
Welcome back to the family meeting. That was brand new Interpol with Fine Mess. And now more random crap nobody cares about. The news with Krista. Okay, I found out what we're talking about. Oh, oh, you, you, you got it now? Yeah. So what do you guys think is the biggest mistake you could make when playing the lottery if you bought like multiple tickets? Uh, get the same number. <laughs> What's your guess? <laughs> I After that, I got nothing. Well, John got the right answer. But this guy, this happened in Australia. This guy bought two identical tickets for the same drawing because he always plays the same numbers. And he was trying to get some for the next drawing, but, you know, he didn't time it right or whatever. So he ended up with two tickets with the same numbers. Well, he won with those numbers. And somebody else won, too. So there were three winning tickets. So instead of getting half, he got two-thirds because he screwed up <laughs> and got the right numbers. He should have just not, not recorded that second one. Like, no, I only want to take the... I only want to... It goes unclaimed. So, yeah. So he... That's how he did it. And I heard this happen somewhere else, too. Um, recently. I, I, actually, that's more. Yes, it yeah. is. I was just going to let mm-hmm. you go. <laughs> so he says, okay, so by winning, it was a $50 million thing. So he got $33.2 million. And he says he's thinking about retiring. Maybe first, maybe he'll get a new nuts. house or go on a vacation. Those people drive me nuts. I just won $32 million. I might retire. Fuck you. I you. Well, who knows what Australia's rules are? We, I mean, in America, that'd be like $15 million. Yeah, after taxes, because they, they do take about half. He says he's definitely going to share it with his family. Still, if you can't retire off $15 million, like you've done something wrong. Or I, 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 probably, I probably, I don't know if I could. I mean, by the time, yeah, I was gonna by say, the time I'm 60, I mean, a, a million dollars, like we'll all be millionaires, but it'll cost like thousand dollars for a gallon of milk or something at, at our age it would be very hard to retire on 15 million bucks just because of the you think about the all the free time that you're gonna have do you think you're gonna make money. 15 million bucks in the next 15 years well hell no but i'm gonna spend i'm gonna spend <laughs> over half my life at work so i'm not gonna have any free time to spend the money that i do have well then you don't online shop enough because i lose. shop from work <laughs> plenty <laughs> i could lose 15 million in like two good weekends well, most people don't live like you do. No shit. I can picture John smoking like $100,000 cigars and <laughs> doing bumps off a horse. <laughs> on, the, on the island that I bought. Jason doesn't even want to talk about what you'd be doing your bumps <laughs> off of. He'll just leave it off of a horse. On some kind of horror. <laughs> up to your imagination. <laughs> Insert body part here. <laughs> Which is probably what she would say. Well, this I saw, actually. Huh? I was gonna say I saw a story today about a guy that was just diagnosed with stage four cancer like a week ago, and then won two hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a scratch off ticket. And he said he's finally gonna get a chance to take his wife over to Italy, where she's always wanted to visit, where he, he wants to die. And, like, I've always wanted to die in Italy. Well, he said he said it's great because it happened right now where he can still go and enjoy part of it, because he's he's not to the point where he's completely diminished yet. So we can go on this vacation, like one last vacation with his wife. And I was like, that's kind of a cool story. You don't hear those stories. Usually it's this guy won the lottery and then died four weeks later. Yeah, but that's going to be like the saddest vacation ever. It, like this is your goodbye to life. Let's go. What would be sadder, that or <laughs> sitting on your porch? And she's thinking, uh, we should probably not go to Italy because I have to make this 250000 <laughs> last the rest of my life. <laughs> I can take my next husband. 
So that kind of leads into the next story. Um, <coughs> in Tokyo, a restaurant called the Oak Door Steakhouse has just made the world's most expensive burger. What would you expect to be on the world's most expensive burger? Diamonds. Caviar. Well, John's closer. They dusted the bun in gold. So. Boom. <laughs> so that's Why? part of it. I want ground diamonds in my shit. John, how many pounds is a kilogram? How many pounds? Yeah. 2.5. Okay, so it's got oh, two no, and a half pounds. That's a patty. kilo. A kilogram? <laughs> yeah. There's no pounds in a kilogram. That's a thousandth of a gram. <laughs> well, this says the, the burger is made up of, of one kilogram patty, so maybe it's the fuck <laughs> it's the biggest and the smallest <laughs> it's a six hundred thousand dollar burger it's a six hundred thousand dollar slider well it's also got it's huge oh it's actually 2.2 pounds okay so it's a 2.2 pound patty you were really close <laughs> it's got wagyu beef slices mm-hmm. foie gras which is a paste made from duck and loose goose liver uh shaved truffles Lettuce, cheddar cheese, tomatoes, and onions. Well, those truffles, depending on where they come from, that that that's expensive right there. The wagyu beef is expensive. Yeah, no and gypsy and tears. Tasty. So the bun is six inches tall, six inches wide, and ten inches tall, and dusted in gold. Hmm. So they made this burger for the crowning of the new emperor in Japan. So this is their celebration burger. It looks pretty disgusting. It's like steak tartare. This burger is raw. Like there's some pink, <laughs> more pink, no pink. This thing is raw. And the, like Do they you want cut some it in blood half. or no blood. They cut it in half, and all you can see is blood like staining the bun. It, That's mm, not blood. It looks like blood. It's such a, a protein. That's that's the blood of the servants they put inside that meat. That's also what makes it a little expensive. Well, if you want this burger, you have to order it three days in advance so they can prep it and get it so, ready. So it's just at room temperature? <laughs> they just leave I it out? I think so. They leave it out for three days and that's how they cook it? Well, the picture I'm showing you, it's like the size of this guy's head. That is huge. Yeah. Well, it's like, how much do they say this is? 700 yen? So yeah, that's like, say $700. Pretty expensive burger. I saw something today where it was a two thousand dollar pizza. And oh, was that the one over in New York with all the caviar? And yeah, it looked disgusting. Yeah, I saw that on the Food Channel. They were talking about pizzas. It was a show all about pizza, and it looked gross. Now, would you think that there's a lot? I mean, I, I guess so. I guess there's McDonald's over there. I just don't see, uh, like in Japan, people eating a lot of like bacon cheeseburgers i mean they're big they're i always heard this i don't know how true it is but one of the biggest sellers is freaking kfc over there and i wouldn't think that's chicken yeah but when i think of fried chicken i think of the south here in america i don't really think of japan as a big place for kentucky fried chicken it's not kentucky fried chicken it's kfc i went to safeway today and they took a page out of Burger King's face or Burger King's book because they microwaved your food. No, <laughs> I got into the parking lot and all you could smell is fried chicken. Right? Oh, they're <laughs> so just then, pumping, pumping it out of the store. And you get in the store and you wouldn't even know they had fried chicken in there. <laughs> but uh, so then I do my shopping. I walk outside again, fried chicken. 
There's not a KFC anywhere near this safe. Every time you go to a Burger King, it looks like the place is on fire because there's so much smoke coming out of the top of it. And yeah, they're pumping they're pumping burger smoke out there. It's and you're right because you go in there and you order something, they stick that shit in a microwave. It, it's not like it's sitting on the broiler, so I don't know where that smoke is coming from. And when from. you get in there, it doesn't smell like that smoke. It only smells like that outside. No, it smells like sadness and despair. <laughs> so anyway, I just had to throw that in there. Uh, our next story takes place in Australia again. Uh, there's a guy who's going to Australia's high court, so that's like the Superior Court of Australia or something. And uh, because the lower courts aren't taking him seriously enough. He's saying his supervisor bullied him by farting at him several times a day. If you can't so, fart at your employees, what good? This is a multi-million dollar lawsuit. This guy is going for all of it. So he says the guy repeatedly farted in their windowless office, forcing him to move to a new office. The guy was How bad does your gas have to smell? If you crop dust one of your employees to the point where they have to change rooms. Well, after he changed rooms, this guy would come to the new office and fart in there instead. He also thrusted his bum at the guy while he was at work. Sounds like he may have just been flirting. He says he suffered psychological damage. Oh, give me a break. I know people that would let their boss shit on them for that kind of money. So he called the boss Mr. Stinky and sprayed deodorant at him. So I think the boss has more of a claim than this guy does. The courts decided that farting at your colleagues does not amount to bullying. He says the guy bullied him by firing him in 2009. I need that on a bumper sticker. (laughs) (laughs) Farting on your employees does not constitute bullying. But when he got fired in 2009, the court said that was just because of the economic downturn. So he's trying again now. Oh, no, like, it's, like, when you smell a fart, you have, like, airborne particles in your nose that came out of someone's asshole. You cannot tell me you haven't walked into a room with your coworkers and just let one loose. Well, my farts don't stink, so they wouldn't even know. That's even worse. You've got, you've got... You've got shit particles you can't smell right. now. At least they, it, 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 if you don't know it, you can't be offended by it. I don't know which is worse. If you just go in and, sh- and fart on people knowing that it doesn't stink, but you're just putting your, your poop poop particles into the air, or going in there and just dropping a bomb. <laughs> what they don't know won't hurt them. That's life. <laughs> life lesson by John. John reminds me of that joke about the old lady. Um, she goes to the doctor and she's like, I am having this problem. I have this really bad gas all the time, but it doesn't smell or anything. And she's like, I probably farted five times since we've been in here. And the guy says, okay. Well, the doctor's like, take these pills and come back in a week. So she takes the pills and she comes back in a week. And she's like, well, it's helping, but... It's really made my fart smell bad. And he's like, okay, well, now that we have your sinuses cleared up, let's work on this problem. (laughs) (laughs) So John claiming his farts don't stink. Reminds me of the old lady joke. You're calling bullshit? Is that what what I'm... I was wondering if Krista ground up some dog food and fed it to me the other day. Because I I, I sat down to take a shit yesterday and my my shit smelled like Cheerios. 
and the only only other thing, <laughs> the only thing I know that smells like Cheerios is our dog's farts. <laughs> and so I haven't had a che- I haven't had a single Cheerio O in like <laughs> in, in like, like seven years. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like probably like 10, 12 years. Like I, I, I don't remember. Years? I don't remember. I, I, the only reason I know what Cheerios smell like is because it's that's the smell that comes out our dog our dog's ass. And I sat down and I took a dump and it smelled like Cheerio O's and I <laughs> <laughs> I had to sit there and think back to what she fed me. I said this woman did not feed me fucking dog food. <laughs> I did not feed him dog food, just so everyone knows. The old Cheerio shit, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's right though, that dog's farts do smell like Cheerios. <laughs> That's how you know what dog did it. <laughs> it doesn't even sound natural. Especially when she never had a Cheerio. <laughs> and then you think about all those parents that just that's all they feed their kids for snacks is Cheerios. I'm talking about like like your nose in a bowl of shit. Like it smells like Like no milk, just the Cheerios and like the Cheerio. Not dust. like not like shitty Cheerios, like fucking Cheerio Cheerios. Like Well, I mean I can think of worse smells. <laughs> at, least, at least it smells like a Cheerio. If you got if you got to deal with it, that would be better than some other options. Like shit. Yeah, that would be one of them. Yes. I don't know. I used to when I would eat Doritos, I used to get just the, the most horrendous gas to the point where my buddies that I used to live with would not even let Doritos in the goddamn house. If they saw me come through the door with Doritos, they're like, "Get out." Hey, we talked about uh, uh, your Seven Eleven stopping habits a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I mentioned that. Uh, the, the hack to pull the Doritos out and open them up inside the store and put the nacho cheese inside there yep. and make yourself nachos. Have you have you done that? I have not tried that, no. You go to 7-Eleven twice a day. Yeah, but I try not... And you can't make some nacho Doritos? I, I try not to eat a whole lot of chips and shit like that. It's, you're 7-Eleven. What the fuck are you buying? You spicy bites on the regular and you don't want to eat a chip? It's it's much healthier. The spicy bites are much healthier than a, a bag of The Doritos. spicy bites aren't healthier than anything. <laughs> You're eating fucking pigtails and pig lips. <laughs> and you, you won't have a, a Dorito with some cheese on it? But those pigtails and pig lips don't launch my blood sugar like a bag of Doritos will with a, a couple of squirts, which that part right there just disturbs me also. A couple of squirts of cheese. Oh, please, like you're too good for nacho cheese. Yeah. Cut it mm. out. Jeez. I'm above nacho cheese. It's like, cheese is like pizza. It's like, the cheaper, the better. Like, you go to these fancy restaurants and they got pizza and it's like $50 for a pizza and you get it and you're like, this doesn't even fucking look like pizza. Like, what? Like, there's just a couple circles of cheese on here. Like, get to, take your shit back and order me some Little Caesars. Like, I'll take a $4 pizza over this any day. I always, I'm the same way with hot dogs, but I always tell people I'm, I'm, I'm a pizza snob. I like like wood fire cooked pizza that uh, tastes like pizza and it's smothered in cheese kind of stuff. But yeah, I'll, I'll tear up a $4 pizza <laughs> at the same time. If you're talking about expensive hot dogs, I, don't know, I mean, what's an expensive hot dog? Like, like $2? All, all, all beef hot dogs? No, fuck no. You can get some pretty expensive hot dogs. I'm not talking about a pack. Of, yeah, yeah. If you buy a hundred of them at Costco, but each, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not. I mean, shit. I've paid over five bucks for a hot dog before. Just that's cooked. Uh, that's that's prepared and cooked for you. Well, yeah. They're, who cooks hot dogs at home? 
people people. people that buy hot dogs? <laughs> Actually, Becca found this thing called Man Cave Hot Dogs, and they are delicious. I had some root beer hot dogs the other day. And Hold on. <laughs> you're going to eat a root beer hot dog, but you're not going to eat a little fun-sized bag of Doritos? Okay, to be perfectly honest with you, I fucking forgot all about the, the Dorito hack. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to make it sound like I was, I'm, I'm eating healthier. And then you just got to come in and piss all over my Cheerios. Uh, you just said root beer hot dog, so shut your mouth. <laughs> On the way home, this is what's going to happen. Jason's going to buy a bag of Doritos. He's going to put a whole bunch of squirts of cheese in there. He's going to buy a big bite, dice that bitch up, and put the big <laughs> bite inside the nachos oh my God. As, as a meat as A meat, uh, a meat topping, a for, meat his topping for his nachos. Uh, nachos with spicy bites. Oh, now you're talking. Oh, my God. I think my heart just started to stop That's right funny. now. That's funny. I think I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. But not only did I, she find root beer hot dogs, they also had macaroni and cheese hot dogs, which was a hot dog with macaroni and cheese inside of it. I'll just keep my macaroni and cheese separate from my hot dogs. You've never had hot dogs and macaroni and cheese? Sure I have, but I have not had a hot dog with macaroni and cheese in it. <laughs> it was delicious. So a buddy of mine said, I'm, I'm going to take you to lunch. We were at work. So he takes takes me to this Chinese place, um, like in the like China, Chinatown there in uh, like Second King, downtown, yeah. downtown Seattle. And uh, we get dim sum. Do you know what dim sum is? It's basically little little pieces of food, and you just keep picking shit, right? No, no. So, uh, so we're sitting here in line, and I turn around, and there's this little child. I'm talking like three year old, and he's eating this hot dog um, inside of like a croissant. And I'm like, oh, they make like kid food here, like little, like he has a little, like a child menu. And we get our food, and it's this nasty ass fucking hot dog wrapped in like a croissant with like sugar on top of it. And but it was only like. 39 cents. So you're talking about expensive hot dogs. I got a hot dog wrapped in a pastry, fully cooked, prepared, and it was it was 39 cents. I need to Dim find sum. that place. It scared the shit out of me eating that thing. <laughs> we all know your feelings on cheap food. Exactly. Is that it for the news? That's it for today. All right. We're going to uh, get back into the music with Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Brand new music. This is Woman Like You right here on The Family Meeting on NWCZRadio.com.
got the brains Locking my heart all up in chains Welcome back to the family meeting. That was brand new Kenny Wayne Shepherd with Woman Like You. You look at me like you're going to call bullshit on something I just said. Well, there's literally... So, Jason says there's a Nogales city that's half in Mexico and half in the United States. Um, there's there's two cities called Nogales, but there's two cities between those two cities. I mean, they're not even close. They're like that, 20 miles apart. The border separated the two, and then they're, they built a city in between them. Two cities. Actually, one's called a... That's like saying Portland, Maine and Portland, Oregon are the same city. They just built a few cities in the middle. That's exactly what happened. They are they are not even close to each other. I was trying to think of the... There's, there's a town... There's a border crossing in Arizona that is notorious for people getting shot at. And I can't remember which one it is. And I still can't remember it. And I was just looking for it during that song. So... What happened... What, where did your ducks get knocked out of the tournament? 16. And the uh, Gonzaga got knocked out in the eight. Oh, were they out? Yeah. The final oh. four is this weekend, and Duke's out. Gonzaga's out. I had Duke and Wooford in my final. Because I think the four teams are Texas Tech, Michigan State, Virginia, and uh, son of a bitch. I can't remember the fourth the one. ducks almost beat Virginia. Uh Wooford has uh, the three-point champion, the, the scoring champion, and he went 0 for 12 from three-point land. Ooh, that sucks. And they lost by six points. So, I mean, they almost they almost beat, uh, who were they playing? Was it Virginia? They almost beat, they got their ass whooped, but not, they didn't get their ass whooped, but they, 0 for 12. When he was like 0 for 8, I was like, pass the ball. <laughs> Like, it's not your night. And the announcers were like, oh, he just needs to keep putting the rock up because it's going to go down eventually. No, not today it won't. Maybe eventually tomorrow. You got to work through it. You got to work through it. We no. got six minutes left. I don't know. <laughs> you got to know when to say when. This ain't a quick fix. <sighs> yeah, so the only, I only watched a couple of the games. Uh, I watched a couple of the Gonzaga games, and I did not see the one where they lost. And the Ducks didn't have Bull Bowl on the team. Who? Bull Bull. Is that Manu Bull's kid? Yeah, he named him Bull. Bull Bull. 
<laughs> yep. His name was B-O-L, B-O-L. Bullshit. <laughs> cannot possibly be. That's very true. I went to high school with a kid named Schaefer Schaefer, so I do not find that all that hard to believe. <laughs> you can just Google right now. You ain't going to have any contribution in this. You might as well just Google B-O-L, B-O-L. He got injured in the beginning of the year. He's like seven foot nine, just like his pappy. <laughs> Uh, all right, and on that note, we we are going to get back into the music while Krista Googles Bull Bull. No, like a, no, no, that's no. not what's going to happen. Sounds like a cartoon character. <laughs> Bull Bull and Bullwinkle went down the... Here comes the ranger, Bull Bull. <laughs> all right, we're going to get back into the music with brand new Anderson Pack. This is King James right here on the family meeting on NWCZRadio.com. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the family meeting. That was brand new Anderson Pack with King James. And you need to go a little deeper into that. Krista just drops a bomb on me and then we go back into the music or we come out of the music. You haven't had a Diet Coke in five days? Nope. I would fucking kill somebody. I haven't, I haven't like taken up drinking coffee instead or anything. I just haven't had any caffeine in five days. So you just been drinking water? Yeah. That sounds way too healthy. And some Crystal Light, because, you know, you got to have some flavor every now and then. Yeah, you got to have some flavor. So this girl work fucked up and bought, uh, we, we buy water and Gatorade at work. Yeah. Uh, like by the pallet load. And uh, she goes, I got a really good deal. She bought all these waters. They're like, they're like six ounce bottles of water, like those little, like those little Dr. Peppers. And uh, so my district manager was the other day and he caught me like walking back to my office with like an arm load of them. I had like, I had like 13 bottles of water. And he's like, man, you plan on drinking a lot of water? I'm like, let's be real. This is like two <laughs> bottles of water. <laughs> I mean... All right, Krista, how can people find out more about you during the week? I'm on Twitter at KristaCurtis1. John Curtis 316. Mine's Jason Curtis 925. We're closing out the show tonight with Ramstein. It's Deutschland right here on the family meeting on NWCZRadio.com. Talk to you guys next week. Kalt, 
und Segen 